0: Welcome to Coney Talk Podcast. Hello, everyone. Hope you're having a good weekend. You are listening to Kony Talk Podcast, a bite-size show. I'm your host, Alex. First-time guest, thank you for joining, and welcome. And to my returning listeners, always glad to have you back. On this bite-size show, I talk a little bit about Arsenal game, and I pick out my top three Arsenal players who I think were great in the game and one player that I usually consider the other guy who just had a poor game or or not good enough. Let me start with a question, or a few questions rather. Why haven't we gotten out of this bad cloud over our heads? Why can't we play angry or better yet with some strictness in this player's mentality? They've had it before. We know the standards that they've kept. This is not about a mistake here and there. It's not about mistakes entirely, but all about concentration, focus, understanding what's at stake right now, or rather understanding what is required at this current stage. It looked like the last two games were not enough for the team to get back into a winner's hunger. I can't call out external factors as a possible reason for this poor performances. Just see this as a disappointment, not learning from before. Drawing 3-3 at home against Southampton is not what I was, I'm was. i willing to entertain because we have capable players, quality players, players that can adequately contribute to helping this team win. What a horrible start. I mean, Ramsdale, first off, what were you thinking? That's not the kind of tone you set at home. Just a daft poor passing there. You could clearly see danger. This is not a risk-reward, not to me, no. This is just rushing things just this is just so unlike what you would expect not clear in their heads not really out ready in this game you can we understand how sometimes these players are very slow to get right into the rhythm or just gradually get into it we have gotten caught out with just very early seconds of goals and things like that but that's not who we are. That's not the, the standards. I just could not really put a finger on this. But it, it simply, it was just not very smart, just to put it lightly. Arsenal started causing so much of their own problems. They looked like a shadow of themselves. But then, they just gradually had to start correcting things. It started to look like the body language I recognize on some of the players with a hunger of urgency. Martinelli looking electric on the ball, too much to handle on the left side. Arsenal started causing a lot of problems, but then we couldn't contain the vulnerability on our side of defending. We got cut out, in the loose ball trans- transition. I look back at the, I look back at the entire defense, defensive crew. They were so pedestrian, no urgency to close down, just bad from all of them. It was a big miss not having Jaka. I've said it in previous pods about how crucial he is as a vital link between the defense and attack. Party was overrun in the middle because he was doing the managing all alone, which was our biggest vulnerability. And so the players were working the problem, trying to get themselves back into this early funk, if you'll call it that, that they were trying to get out of. They really dug themselves in the hole. I'll tell you that for sure. Trying to find a very good response. And they did. Very lovely cross by Saka and for Martinelli to really punch it right in scoring with authority right there on that one it's not easy to fill in Jaka's role especially when the team is really up against it Fabio Vieira was swimming in the ocean here on what he had to do he has very good attacking qualities but on the defensive side and that defensive awareness is lacking and I'm not calling him out on that. It was just a situation that he had to handle. And given the situation that we were in, it was just too tough for him to really come in and and contribute in the way that we would expect Xhaka to do. But the boys were flying. They had to, obviously. The players kept climbing. Saka grew into the game. Southampton players literally had to knock Saka down just to stop him. I mean, a couple of yellow cards were the only ways that we knew that they had to get their attention. his defenders. I like how the front line were attacking. I thought Odegaard could have done more to disrupt their midfield, but I guess we had to rely on our our game plan. You know, just after conceding those two goals, there was just so much that we had to really do to to get alive. I mean, to get back into the game. The players looked more alive, but it was all dominance, as I expected this team to be, but nothing to really converted in the goal in that early stages Southampton were also trying to fight and the players looked more alive but it was all dominance as I expected this team to be Southampton were trying their most and they were fighting as well in the game trying to make things one-dimensional for Arsenal but the team resisted and we pressured them into their own defending we had several chances of the ball getting to the net from Ben White's header that was cleared off the line to so many Southampton shirts taking body shots. The outlook was so much of Arsenal really, you know, firing the shots and really trying to convert them into a goal, which is what you want. And we threw everything at them, but, you know, nothing could really come out of it, other than that first goal that we had. And that was it for the first half. Second half, you could imagine Southampton were trying to protect their lead at the time, which was a two one. Arsenal pin them back in their own half whilst moving the ball between sides whipping crosses in the box Jesus I think he took so many bad angles and positions in those crosses he he tried to do a lot in this game but it just was not clicking for him in my opinion he was not like his sharp very chaotic like impactful player like we know him to be Uh, there was just something that didn't look all clicking for him but he kept you know, running himself to the ground here in this game. We kept trying different passing combinations, we really got them in their under heels we, and, and I wanted that to convert into goals in so many ways, wave after wave, Arsenal kept crossing into the box, no goal yet and we made a change to really make an immediate impact, which I definitely understand, and much earlier into the game because obviously we couldn't see ourselves losing this game and the situations that we were, we were in at the time it was all ball movement. We lose the ball, concede a corner, and the goal. I mean, what was Zinchenko doing? I'm not sure what was going through his mind, but nothing else should have been, but only defending that far corner. This was by far the worst situation that I could just imagine ourselves being in. 3-1 three, three, at this time. This was far from any possibility of any prediction going into this game. A very heavy mood of devastation for the fans and the players on the bench like you can see the stadium everything just looked so horrible looking on the fans who really were hoping for an answer like you could imagine we were watching this as well like just couldn't understand what was happening i had to contain my disappointment not a nice feeling at all the players had to suffer they really had to stay and stick it out and try to correct it just as well and they tried to do that you had to start turning things around, trying really getting alive and more into this game, driving pillars of shots and crosses, and they were all not really connecting. Just like that, just as I said, the way Jesus was doing things within the box and when the balls would come in, he just was not connecting and every other time it would be more fouls and different situations, but not really just doing the things we know that he has done in the past. We dominated in every sense of the word but no goal. And then we got it. Quality shot in the corner, one touch, punch it in from the from the captain. Arsenal came alive and we turned we turned it on. And we just looked like that comeback gear was was in full effect. And then we leveled the scoreline. The stadium erupted. I mean, wonderful scenes. It was just it was really nice. I'll be honest, it was very hard for me to enjoy the way that I would have in the situation that we were trying to equalize and then grab a win, but just seeing how we started off this game with this very boneheaded mistakes and sloppy behaviors and especially poor defending, it was very bitter taste in in terms of that excitement. After the equalizer, it sounded like we were winning. In a true sense, we had that winning spirit back on our backs and we were doing everything. We had chances that there was so much excitement and hope. There was something to play for and these delays from the players that were getting cramped up, and when it was past the 90th minute, it was just so annoying. We tried so many things, and a chance, and we had a chance of a penalty, but it was it was taken away from us, and that was just the end of the game. We were just let down by these consequences. So much emotion that just doesn't add up. And for me, you can only have so much tolerance in the situation that we had to endure. Straight to my better players in the game. First player, Martinelli. He played really well, great goal, and his crosses would have led to mo- much more, We'd have, we would have we would have had a couple more goals. He was very electric, and the main man in attack, causing the others to come alive and cause havoc. I like what I saw from him today. If he can just only cut back a little bit of those less touches when he gets into the box, he will be really immortal, like just incredible. My second player is Saka, the other terror on the right that just had to help us, help dig us out of this mess that we were in. The only way I saw Southampton trying to stop him was really gang tackle and hard push offs and just doing things that were not, you know, I mean, just they tried every other tactic to, to slow him down, but that just didn't work at all. I'm glad he wasn't taking down the game. He was someone that you just couldn't take off if you needed a response of a goal. And I'm glad he was there brilliant assists and a great goal so such a good game for Saka my third and final player Odegaard although he grew late in the game he was the driver to our comeback the man in the ball you can see him calling for it really staying on that edge of the box when he was you know whipping across or really keep the attacking players in in the positions where he would just you know pass it off and get them driving right in it was dictating our main point of pressure to score our entry into the the box he really did well in his attacking influence i just wish he tossed to it a little bit more when coming back and defending you know and trying to slow down the midfield when we were kind of over as i've said party needed all the help he could from the defensive side which if we had Jaka, it wouldn't have been so much of a problem Great work from the captain. I like everything that he did and how he just kept rallying the crowd and the team and you can see all these were not didn't go to it didn't go to waste at the end. My other guy today, Rumsdale, without a doubt. What a boneheaded mistake to affect the players opening the game like that. He just created that hole and most of the players just fell right in. I just can't accept that. Defensively we were poor. The defensive crew was just lax in their concentration in different situations like i said one or two mistakes can really cause us the game which it has in the past i wouldn't really knock them on that it's the rebounding effect how you fight back the situations that you put players in where i'm still in this situation he just did something that just systematically affected the players for a long stretch of time and just i mean again I understand risks, but this was a very poor thinking on his part. So he takes it all on himself. Some positives I'll leave you with. I liked the, t- the team's spirit, the fight, the togetherness and determination to win. I expect these lousy mistakes and lack of concentration out of their bodies. Now, there needs to be some fire to, to make these players uncomfortable. That would drive up their focus. I want this team to achieve something great that we haven't done in a while because I'll continue to back them no matter what. But we'll continue to do our part to hold them accountable, which is the standards. Martinelli, Saka, and Odegaard make up my top three and Ramsdale still the other guy. And with that, folks, I'll leave it here for now. Talk to you all later.